to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Tottenham Hotspur. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam. As always, I'm always me, joining me to discuss all things Tottenham Hotspur for another glorious week in the life of our football club. It's Matt. How are you, mate? Do you know what? I, I was going to, I would have asked you like, how you are, but we got yeah. told off last week, didn't we, for not talking about the win quick enough. So should we just crack <laughs> on with a win, shall we? <laughs> oh, you saw that then. It was constructive <laughs> criticism, and I like the way yeah. you put constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah, we, we had a message last week that we focused far too much on on negative things when we should have focused on the win um yeah and, and yeah it's fair enough <laughs> you know what it. you know what it is sam though it's like it's like me and you we'll move down the pub like yeah. right you're having a, what you're having sit down yeah. we, we you know it's human nature let's have a moan first and then oh yeah we, we do, won didn't we yeah. yesterday <laughs> well, well, we also it's very conversational um it, it is quite literally the whole thing we go for on this is not really in-depth analysis no. it's kind of two blokes talking random crap i mean the <laughs> thing is the you, like you you could go in depth you could an- analyze and me yeah I don't. I, yeah i mean <laughs> I, I don't I, i'm not I'm I'm, I'm I'm still pissed that i look at every freaking throwing we take i know no are you still doing any- that yeah, I can't shake it out of my friggin' head now. <laughs> and what makes it worse is I know it, right? And so I do it, and then I berate myself. I'm like, why? Why did you pay attention to that? What is wrong with you? And the person who put that in my head, you know you are. <laughs> You're a yeah. git. And for everyone sat there now thinking, I wonder what else I could do to him. Don't. It ain't funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know, Sam, I noticed our goal kicks aren't going the full 10 yards recently. I think they're already going nine. <laughs> oh, no. I'll be measuring them now. <laughs> you know that's what's going to be happening now. People are going to yeah, be finding yeah. kind of specifics, aren't they? Well, well I said the other week, um, uh, Stefan Stefan was on, and I said about uh, crazy-ass theories as to why Tottenham are win one lose one it's still going by the way isn't it oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) our last uh so i think it's 16 games now have been win one lose one except for at one point we had two losses southampton and wolves yeah yeah so it was like win lose win lose win lose win lose 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 win 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 lose it's just been like (laughs) what the hell i I don't get it and there's like no there's like no pattern to it like if you looked at our fixtures and went okay they got a game against man city then they got a game against Burnley. Then he got well. Clearly, they're going to lose to Man City, beat Burnley, and then lose that. No, 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 no not Tottenham. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we will go and beat Man City, breaking them. By the way, they've not been the same since. No, you might even lose a title because of it. You know. <laughs> I know. Just right, Liverpool fans like all over us on social media yesterday, just basically saying thanks, Tottenham. <laughs> like, yeah, you're welcome, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. You've got to play us again soon. Maybe you won't like us then. Um, depending it, yeah. on what week it is, win one, lose one. Because if it's not our win week, you're screwed. Yeah, exactly. Who you are? <laughs> uh, you got to laugh though. I mean, I, I, you messaged me yesterday. And you were like, "I'm finding this difficult." It's times yeah. like, "Yeah, we got to find the 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 light in the dark. <laughs> we got to find the humor." Because I actually think it's worse. I don't know what anyone else thinks, but when we were consistently crap. 
and losing a lot and you know you won a game and it was like hey bloody hell we won um but like drawing was kind of our win Mm. it was like i'm in that i'm in that rut i know where i'm at it's okay i i'm you know losing four nil at stoke yeah what the hell (laughs) it's where we're at and then when we were good and you'd go into all the games like even games we didn't come out and win we were like yeah we played well next game we'll definitely win and we and we would and it was like, you're up there. Mm. This up and down like a yo-yo thing is not good for my mental health. It's bizarre, isn't it? Do you know, I, I try to, um, I try to kind of, what's the word? You know when, you, when you're when you on a boat and you try to find the horizon just to kind of level yourself off? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so like, obviously, you know, we, we will get into it. We'll talk about the, 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 the win yesterday, the brilliant win yesterday. Um, yeah. But after the game, I was thinking... Because, because I remember, because so, you talked about us two messaging each other, mm. and and I didn't like we 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 won it by looks of things quite comfortably. Uh, yeah, we did okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's that it's the it's the, we've gone back to that kind of. Um, I know me and you have talked about this. That kind of fear, like you know, when like under Pochettino, <laughs> you're like, right, we'll lose, yeah. we'll lose against Man United, but we'll destroy Brighton. But we're now yeah. back to like kind of. I don't know. This feels like one of those dodgy away <laughs> games again. Like you know, yeah. but especially so, so, when Kane made when Kane missed that chance early oh. on. Yeah. I saw that and I just went, oh, well, that's game over. Walk off yeah, the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> this is a 1-0 defeat slapped all over it. 86-minute <laughs> header, yeah. yeah. So so I kind of, like, like last night after game, I thought, oh, brilliant, fantastic, another win. And obviously, like most Spurs fans, looking at the league now, thinking, well, are we, are we back in it now for the top four? <laughs> no. But But, yeah, like you do. But but you look at, so when when um we when we sacked Nuno, um, uh, uh, we'd played 10 games. Because I always remember this, yeah. we'd played 10 games. We'd won yeah. five and we'd lost five. So it's <laughs> yeah. easy to now look at the table and go, right, how have we got on since since Conte <laughs> arrived? And it's not actually that bad. So we're now currently at one fifteen, drawn three, lost ten. So yeah. under Conte, that's one ten, drawn three, lost five. Yeah. Now, I appreciate that's not title-winning form, no, but it's no, still it is, decent form. It has form. improved. It has improved, but it's still mental, this this absolute all or nothing season <laughs> it's yeah. just like we win or we lose we we have no ability to draw a game <laughs> it's bizarre isn't it, it just, do you remember we had that season under Pochettino when yeah. we drew did yeah, we just draw loads. one game all season it was the last oh, one against one. Everton yeah 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 that one I, I always I always remember back to the season where we drew loads and it was like we hardly lost. I think it was the season we were unbeaten at White Hart Lane. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh, if Tottenham had just converted a couple of those into wins, you know." And we looked at them. You're right. You now, if we had a Zaha's type player, he might have been able to grab us like a Bale who grab us a couple of those points. We'd have won, you know, mm. stuff that year. Yeah. And and then after that, it was almost like Pochettino looked at that season and went, "Right, that's it. From now on, we go for it. We win or we lose. Yeah, we, yeah. we do not." And we've still got that mentality game. now, possibly. And yeah, it is. It's kind of like, I don't know what's happened. Um, I just want to touch very briefly on the Man United game. Um, because we, we lost the game. And, and I uh, I don't know, it was probably petty in the moment. But when Ronaldo finished his hat-trick, I posted it on our Facebook as Ronaldo 3, Tottenham 2. Um, because I actually felt quite accurate in that. Ronaldo just had one of his days yeah. where... He, he was on the end of everything, but I actually don't think we played badly in that game. It was like really aggravating. <laughs> it's yeah. just, I, I thought we did well. Um, I, and then Brighton last night, I mean, everything I saw from the game, we, we did well. Um, I mean, I 
uh, Romero with a fantastic finish. No <laughs> one saw that coming. Uh, Do you know what I love? The way, it was a glance. It was the way he just like made it look like he was just stood in the way, and then boom, keeper wrong-footed. What a player. Yeah. Do you know what I love? I love uh... Because I was watching the commentary afterwards, and the mm. commentator said, "What was he even doing there?" No, yeah, he genuinely had a look on his face of, "I don't know." I, don't, I brought the ball forward and thought, "Screw it, I'll stay." I'll stay up I'm, here. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm tired. So when I used to play rugby as a prop, I like make a sudden burst, and I'd have to take five minutes just to lie there, like, "Oh, oh, what happened? Oh, I don't know. I got a bone in my leg. Something hurts." Ah. Uh, he, um, yeah, central defenders getting over the halfway line and then having some sort of like, oh, I don't know where I am. Quick, get in a box. Not that's not your box. Yeah, but I'm supposed to be in one. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm confused. But yeah. you know what? He's he's. This is the thing with Romero. Don't get me wrong. I know he's a centre back and he, he wasn't. Yeah. What is he doing up there? But at the same time, he's a football player, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, it's getting, yeah. no getting away. And I know that sounds a silly thing to say, but, you know, like, he's, he's not, I say you're old-fashioned, because I know nowadays it's not even, even no. the thing to say a modern centre-back now, because it's so long, centre-backs are, tend, they tend to be football, like, good football players, you know? Yeah. But um, he is that, isn't he? You know, he, he's... He, he is, he is definitely, he's a footballing player. And when he, he or Dyer uh, both have the ability to bring the ball from that and create an extra man and it's you can see over time that they're they're trying to do that i mean ben davis has tried to do it as well so clearly it's something they are being coached to do yeah of course um and it is it is interesting uh when we see them do it and and see it's a great effect um obviously depending on i think dyer does it quite well he spent a lot of time playing in midfield i think romero naturally has that ability i think poor davis looks terrified every time he does it <laughs> but yeah. you know He's our he's our left footed central defender right now, and he will be for the next ten games. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean that's the thing. Look, look with, with Davis, you know, he's been a great servant to the to the to the club, hasn't he? Has, he? And yeah. he, he's just one of those players that just it's almost like he knows what he likes. He likes what he knows. He's like he's, yeah. he's got that position. He's yeah. he's decent at it. You know, he's not yeah. going to sit pull up trees or anything. But that's that's him. No. You know, no, yeah. Um, some I saw someone on Twitter yesterday talking out that. Um, We've got Ben Davis as our left-sided central defender, and I've just watched Jan Vertonghen play an absolute blinder for Benfica to take him through in the Champions League. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. I get where, <laughs> I get where you're going with that. Like, Jan would probably have loved playing under Conte. Like, he, he probably would have been like, oh, yes, thank you very much. Yeah. But, but he'd reached a point... Everyone has this kind of... Um, I can't remember the term. Like, my friend used to call it high school goggles. Which is like, you can't wait to leave school. And then on your last day, all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, I'm, le- I'm leaving. And, and you're, like, you're like looking at everything that was annoying you before. It suddenly is all, you know, oh, that's sad. I'm never going to see that person again. I'm never going to do this again. Whereas, you know, literally days before you're like, I cannot wait to leave this place. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get that with football players, like when they've left. Because um, Jan was done in the Premier League, genuinely. You know, who can rem- who can forget him coming off against Wolves and basically sitting on the bench like a broken man? And the interviews he gave afterwards, talking about like I, I was when I knew <laughs> that my fitness just isn't what it needed to be, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So the Premier League is a is an animal all to itself, and you see players leave the Premier League that look. Like, they're not up to it. Like, oh, they'll never make it, you know, or they're too old. And they go and play in other leagues, and you're like, oh, wow, you know, what a, what a renaissance. Yeah. It's because it doesn't have that same 
two game a week intensity you know with the greatest respect to the Portuguese league Jan basically can save himself for the Champions League they probably have two to three competitive league games a season at Benfica whereas in the Premier League you you can't stop ever and as Tottenham are learning you know I, I still maintain it's definitely a mentality thing of this squad shows up to some games thinking Phew, Burnley all right well we got this like no, you don't. You really don't. <laughs> yeah, that's a, you're right, and it's 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 a combination of two things, isn't it? It's a combination of the fact that um, the Premier League is ridiculously the, the the pace of the game. Like yeah. you know, we were talking last week about Brian Gill, wasn't we? And how he's yeah, like an absolute yeah. superstar back in Spain. Yeah, yeah he just lost he really is. back in England. Yeah. And 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 the second thing, like you say, you know, you look at. Portugal. I mean, this is my ignorance. I appreciate that's my ignorance yeah. of it, but I could probably couldn't even name you more than about three or four teams in that in that Portuguese top league. You know, well, I'm going to try it now. So Benfica, FC Porto, Sporting Lisbon, and I do know another one. Bra- Bra- Braga, are they put in Braga? Is yeah, it Braga? Yeah, I think the... so. Yeah, yeah. Sport... There you I go. Mean, you see, me and you are showing point. ourselves up a little bit yeah. here, but yeah, there's a lot of people going. There's this team. There's yeah, yeah, this yeah. Team. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. those guys. Yeah. Offhand, they, they, there we go. There, Off... there, I remember they knocked us out in such and such. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the guys. Yeah, like when um, someone the other day was talking about uh, your team, uh, FC something or another, and I was looking at it, I was like, why do I recognise that name? I'm like looking and I'm looking and I'm trying to work it out. So in the, in the end, I Googled it and it was like, oh yeah, that's the team whose manager was arrested for embezzlement and oh, yeah. from a jail cell, they still beat us. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being that Thank, up, Thanks, Jose. <laughs> you the man. You the man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but anyway, Brighton, the 2-0. Um, I, I was, <laughs> I mean, Romero, I think the thing that I enjoyed the most about that is Kulisevsky point at him like that came off you didn't it yeah. and Romero celebrating like any good striker would like yep yeah, that was my goal <laughs> I meant that and I'm the best damn player in the world yeah completely <laughs> it deliberate just, it, it was hilarious yeah. um Harry Kane uh got us got us our second um he did miss I mean that miss earlier on I can't believe that I managed to get a still frame of it the picture where he has literally got the goal in front of him someone says like yeah but it's on his left foot I'm like have you have you not paid attention to Harry Kane over the years? The guy can use both feet. He's lethal. It's like it was almost like that chance came to him too early. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> Just... Do you know it's it's funny because um, I, I woke up Sib this morning. He hadn't he didn't know what the score was, so we went downstairs and I told him the score, but I put the yeah. highlights on and then. Just before that, because that chance was on the highlights, I paused it almost at the same moment you did. Ah, brilliant. And I was like, where, where, where in the goal do you think he put that in? And he was like, oh, I think near post. <laughs> and then he was like, his face is like, hang on. But then when yeah. you, I think the problem is, it's a bit like when you look at VAR and, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes players get red cards and you look at it as a, a still, it's like, oh my God, that looks yeah. awful. And then when yeah. you look at it normally, it does, it's got a different look about it. And I think yeah, when you ball, watch... The ball came to him at pace. Yeah, it comes to him just... at pace. And he's kind of, he's going, he's, he's you can see his, his balance, he's, he's, he's veering off to the left. Right, so he's obviously oh. got the ball. He's, he's he's hit the keeper, isn't he? And it's sort of set him yeah. off to the left. So he's kind of trying to hit it to the right, but his balance is going that way. So 
it, it's it's I an odd one. Our, um, I think our expectations of Harry Kane are so high. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, yeah. He misses that, and it's like, what <laughs> the hell just yeah. happened? So I, I, I was on Twitter, and like the Twitter reaction was just like, I, I don't believe that. That, that what? That don't believe. It's like him missing a penalty. If Harry, next time Harry Kane ever misses a penalty, I swear the bookies are going to clean up because the minute Tottenham get one, everyone's just like, money on it, yep. money on it, all my house, yep. all my baby's milk money. <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> the, the guy just hammers them. I mean, he took a penalty the other day. Well, it was against Man United, didn't it? Yep. And, like, De Gea is in great form. And he, he went the right way. He guessed right. He was near it. But you ain't saving that. The no. guy buried it. It no. broke the net. You know, it was ridiculous. You can, um, you can just he... imagine Kane, can't you, on the training field, even now. I bet yeah. he spends about an hour when everyone's gone home just banging in penalties. Well, I, yeah, there's um, there's a video somewhere, uh, it was from earlier this year, with our academy keepers taking it in turns, with Kane, Sonny, and someone else, I can't remember now, taking penalties. So it was our academy keepers versus Kane, basically, like, oh, can, can I save any of Harry's penalties? And there was a French keeper in our academy whose name I can't pronounce, Low Tual or something like that. I really can't even attempt it, so I'm not going to try. And he, he gave this little interview, like Spurs TV, he was like, I got one. No way. <laughs> He's like, I got one. <laughs> he, he, he was like, I'm out of how many? He said, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I may have conceded 35, but I, I got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a real proper grin on his face, which I enjoyed. Uh, but he did get a goal last night. It was his second goal. And with that goal, Harry Kane has broken another record. Have you seen this? I have, yeah. The most away goals scored in the Premier League. Yeah, so that so... just... Oh, when I heard that, I was like, he's still a fair way off Shearer. So how many goals did Shearer score at home? Oh, I can... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good point, yeah. At Ewood Park and then at St. James's, you went there and Shearer gave you a absolute yeah. hiding. Yeah. Because um, the, the thing that I think when I saw this and I heard the number of goals, I was like, that's impressive. But then I saw the number of games he's done it in compared to everybody else, and it's ridiculous. So the top five, okay, Andrew Cole, or Andy Cole to me and you, (laughs) 83 goals in 206 games, okay? Mm -hmm. Frank Lampard got 85, but in 305 games. So to be fair, Lampard's a midfielder. uh, And not a very good manager. Yeah. Oh, you leave poor chubby Frank alone. <laughs> Do you know there was that thing when he was Chelsea manager? Every time they lost, this this Twitter account added weight to his picture. So every time he lost, like, so you had this picture of him doing a post-match interview, and so he got fatter and fatter, and the Twitter account was called Fat Frank Losers Again. And every time they'd lose, people would find this account. Like Arsenal fans, people would find this account and retweet the new image. Well, the, well, the guy's back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and, and at Everton, I mean, he already looks like, you know, a comic book character. It's ridiculous. Uh, Alan Shearer scored 87 in 219 games. Okay. Wayne Rooney, the previous record record holder, had 94 in 243. Okay, so 94 in 240. So Harry Kane now has 95 in 139. Wow, that is impressive, isn't it? Yeah, so, so the nearest to him was Andrew Cole with 206, but he only got 83 goals. Shearer, 219, 87, but 95 in 139. He's clear. By a long way. I mean, he's still got he's still got another good seven years in front of him, isn't he? Oh, potentially, definitely. I mean, he, 
obviously you got to caveat that with any potential injuries, but the guy looks after himself and seems to have the determination that he definitely wants to play five years more in the Premier League without a doubt. He could, yeah. play, he could play Sam. He could play to thirty-five. Like this, this is the thing. It's a bit like the um, I always think of Sheringham. Yeah, Sheringham yeah. played, and 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 he played top level. He played West Ham when he was in his late thirties, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And as here's the thing: is Gary Kane's game is evolving all mm. the time. Uh, he is still lethal, still scoring goals, but he is quickly becoming that number ten. Yeah, he is quickly becoming the the best one of the best playmakers in the league, which is insane when you think about it um i saw gary lineker do a tweet yesterday saying oh how is the best passer of the ball in the premier league a right back referring to trent alexander arnold Mm. i don't know what planet he's on i mean for one de bruyne and a few of those other players are phenomenal as well but you can't look past kane for passing I, i think it's so easy that people pigeonhole players and they don't really watch them they just kind of go kane goals you know, that's it. You don't think about anything else. And Tottenham fans, I think, have probably lost their voices almost from the point of view of having to keep reminding people that, no, seriously, now the guy's found his form again. You just watch. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so we beat Brighton 2-0. Harry Kane sets a new record. And now we play West Ham. <clears throat> Me and Seb are going so, to this game. I'm, this is going to be a lose, isn't it? It's a loss. Oh, like, if, if, if it follows the rules... Why are you go? <laughs> do, 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 you know, do you know what though? You know we said in this fifteen it's the games, hope, isn't it? It's, it's the, the hope that kills you. But in this fifteen yeah. games, we've got the anomaly of the two losses. So hopefully, this will be oh, the anomaly no. of the two wins. Oh no! I'll see you doing it to yourself, Matt. I just want to hug you right now. <laughs> the problem I have, right, and this is why I think this win one lose one crap is worse than just being consistently rubbish. Is I'm like you. I, I've we won that game, and I'm like, right. This time, we're gonna get on. This time, this, this time. is the one. This is broken. It this time. <laughs> now we play West Ham, and this is our chance because we got a game in hand over them. Plus, we're only one point behind. So if we beat them, we go above them with a game in hand. Like this yeah. is this is it. This is the one. And I am like, yeah, here we go. This is it. This is Tottenham. We're on the charge. Oh, I've done it every time. I've done it like for five weeks. Every time we've won a game, I've been like, ha here we go. Now, now we kick in. Oh, no, 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 we don't. Okay, this one, that was a good win. This is the one. No, okay, no, we don't. Okay, now this time, there's no way we can. Oh, we did. Yep, yeah, right, brilliant. <laughs> Just, I don't know how much more I can do this. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> I, I am, I am with every ounce of me praying to all of my gods that we somehow beat West Ham and there are multiple reasons for this one it would just that getting that monkey off the team's back right just getting this kind of win one lose one crap off their brains and they can all go right that's it now we're on a run we're we're on momentum it'd be massive two look at the table I think our ability to progress as a club this season getting top four just grabbing fourth place any way possible would be huge. I, I think it's probably the biggest it's ever been for us. With Conte, with every, every other aspect going on, it's massive. And three, oh, West Ham fans do my head in. I know. They're, they're not quite on a par with Chelsea fans. but No, no, still... Chelsea fans are their absolute racist, horrible best. 
Um, but West Ham fans who, yeah, no, don't get me wrong, they've got their segments as well. But this kind of rivalry with us, which I've ignored because it's like you're not our rivals, go away. And now they finished above us last season, they're up there again this season. It's like you're getting to the point I have to take you seriously yeah. and I don't like it. Do you know do you know I went to um I went to see Spurs West Ham a few years back in mm. the it was in the cup because we beat them in the league cup this season. It was yeah. the last time we played them and they beat us 2-1. I don't know if you remember mm. that one. Tim I think Tim Sherwood was was manager at the time. Your mate and then to, no, your mate I have completely. You've I've, it. Like, that that didn't happen. Stop didn't saying happen. silly things. <laughs> so we... there's that there's that blank period between managers that I refuse to acknowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I can remember get because the way the way Seb and I get to the game is um, we'll go to uh, Finsbury Park and then we'll get a yeah. tube one stop to Seven Sisters and then walk from Seven Sisters. But this particular occasion, I was thinking I don't fancy that walk. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on the the overground from Seven Sisters down to uh, White Lane, yeah. And then I, I got to the platform, and the, and the trains come in, and it's opened, and it's just this sea of oh, no. West Ham fans. We're just, just honestly, it's like the, the inbreeding going on in that in that in, in that one <laughs> oh, no. train carriage, you know, and and just this all just so much going on. I thought, do you know what? I turned around. I thought, I'll just go and walk it. You know, I'm not, I'm not even going to play getting on that train, you know. <laughs> I, um, I, years ago, absolutely years ago, I went, um, one of my uh, friends, a massive Bristol Rovers fan from where I am, and uh, they were playing Millwall, and I was working there in the area, and he's like, oh, do you want to come? I've got a ticket. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. And he had a he had a Rovers shirt for me. And he gave it to me, and I was like, "Yeah, right." And I'm like, I'm thinking, if I'm walking to the game at Millwall, I'm not walking down the road in a Bristol Rovers shirt no. today. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a jacket on, dummy jacket up, <clears throat> and I'm walking along. And he says, "Oh, right, it's a pub here. Should we stop for a pint?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, great idea." Now, if you don't know an area, right? So I imagine if you go to a lot of away games and stuff like that, you know the pubs you go in, the pubs you don't. We went into this pub, right? And I'm sat there, and we're, I'm not thinking at all. I'm a Tottenham fan, right? So I'm not. I'm just in my own little world, my own little bubble. I'm just having this beer, and I start to look around. Everyone in this pub is shaved head, right? Very white, <laughs> tattoos of like Millwall FC, England till I die, mum. just like every single person the guy behind the bar has got two guns behind the bar (laughs) the place was called I can't remember what it was called it was called like the the lion's den the last hope yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. you enter here be lost and I'm like like, looking around I turn back to my mate who sat there and he's like sipping his beer and I'm like do your fucking jacket up he's like what do your fucking jacket up and he's like, oh, right. And we're, we're just sat there, sat there. It's carrying on, carrying on. And I could see him looking over like, they're not from round here. I'm like, trying my best not to have my Bristolian accent. I was going to say that, Sam. Like, Please tell me you went to the bar and went, can I have a no. cut of points, mate? <laughs> yeah. Please tell me you did that with your I like, impression. I like, I like, literally, I was just like, sat there and I'm thinking, <clears throat> oh, jolly good, sir. So, uh, no, don't do well, that, mate. Oh, this this, this worse isn't a you. wine bar. How, where are, I'm lost. What? What? Off we go. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, no, this is a nightmare. This is a nightmare. And this guy comes over and I'm like, oh, this is it. This is how I die. This is how I die. <laughs> this is it. This is this is how I die. And he comes over and he goes, 
you you uh, you gas heads, which is the colloquial for Bristol Rovers fans. And my mate just goes, "Is that all right?" Oh. <laughs> like, oh my god! Oh my god! He's immediately he went, "Yeah, suppose." Oh, better, better than the red lot. Because apparently, a few weeks earlier, they played Bristol City, and Bristol City fans had wrecked the pub, and so they said if that shirt was red, you'd be being buried in oh it and god. walked off. Jesus, <laughs> and, and I just went finish your yeah. fucking drink <laughs> and we are going out of here and I'm never going to a fucking football with you ever again and I haven't do you know oh. what it's one I've been to a lot of away grounds but just because I mean yeah I mean like we, you know say so we talk about Chelsea fans Millwall fans they, yeah. they take it to a just completely oh, other it's level it's another level they're, they're just yeah. I mean honestly like even if they knew we... if they knew I was a Tottenham fan, I think I would have been dead. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, even looking at the like, you know, when when I'm thankfully the players still take the knee and they're still you know trying to raise no. awareness for it. They were just booing they're them from the off, it. weren't yeah, they? You know, and... yeah, just unbelievable. I just, I mean, it, to me that that is like another level of just <sighs> misunderstanding. Ignorance. What the hell is yeah. going on? Ignorance. Ignorance. Yeah. The Chelsea fans chanting Roman Abramovich's name over the top of the moment for Ukraine isn't ignorance it's just absolute belligerent assholedom but did you, did you know what though like after the, i don't know if he was planning to talk about it but after the the news about the chelsea club yeah. trying to like this is just insane isn't it right We're this, this is yeah this is why the fans yeah. are like it because you got they've basically said because we can't take our allotted amount you shouldn't yeah. be able to have your fans in there it should be behind closed doors it's honestly it's outrageous do you know I saw mm. I know you're all over Twitter did you see the tweet by Graham Lasso? now this is a player that played at Chelsea for 12 years <clears> and no, even yeah Graham Lasso uh, retweeted it and he said like, I've been at this club for 12 years and I, I can't believe that they're actually you know this is this is something they've come out with oh no they, they are unbelievable the, the attitude they've had of there are some sort of innocent victims in all of this it is mind blowing. It's like you know, I've been spending the money of a murderer. You know, I, I, I don't know, I'm not accusing him of that. I'm not going to get done for libel. I'm just saying it's the equivalent of someone spending the money of a murderer for a year, and then wondering why people are mad at them. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, well, what were you talking about? I, I I didn't commit the murders. Yeah, but you were spending the money. Yeah, but I didn't. Me personally, yeah. I didn't kill anyone. But you profited from it. And it doesn't matter because I didn't do the bad things. There you go, Charlie Manson, isn't it? You know, I didn't yeah. kill him. I, don't, yeah, I shouldn't yeah. be imprisoned. Yeah, why, why am I in prison? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, well, you knew about it. Yeah, but you know. I didn't do there's it. knowing and then there's doing. I, yeah, I, I find the Chelsea thing both hilarious and sad at the same time because I am laughing at them a lot because I know they'll be fine. Yeah. But their, their, their sugar daddy days are done. And that is kind of a... It's kind of amusing to me because they have got a squad of players there throughout their academy as well. We were all on massive money. And I'm talking a lot. There's academy players they have signed, I know, because they poached them from London clubs and all around the country by basically giving them money. Like, oh, Tottenham's got a tier system for academy players' earnings. Chelsea simply doubled it. Wow. They simply looked at our tier system and went, right, we'll double the money for Jesus. every academy player so we can pick and choose who we want. And it takes, takes completely takes the competitiveness out of it, doesn't it? Well, well it does. Yeah. because and, and don't get me wrong, these people are doing nothing wrong. Like, if I if I got a kid who's 15 years old and he's got an academy contract for Tottenham at £500 a week or an academy contract at Chelsea for £1,000 a week, 
what am I going to do with this best interest from my kid? For, forget a, a vested interest for a minute, but even even as a child, you look at that and you go, right, if you sign this contract, you're there till you're 17, and then you've got a chance to progress as a football player. Even if you don't, at £1,000 a week until you're 17, you have got a nest egg to set you up to do an apprenticeship, to do all these other things. Of course, you bring, you know, I'm, I know there are a lot of instances where families are just taking the money off the kids, which is awful, but if I'm just being me a second as a parent, what am I going to do? Of course, I'm going to go with the more money because yeah. that gives that kid more security. No matter what happens then, he has got a nest egg and a settlement and stuff like that. And and the amount of money involved in some of these deals for some of these kids is ridiculous. Like, oh, you know, we'll um we'll give him 500 a week, but we'll buy you a house. Mm. What? Yeah, 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 you know, you're, we, you live currently in Bristol. We want to sign your kid to a contract here in London. Obviously, we want his family here, so... Here's a nice house. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it is it is mad, but it's something uh, I could I could do an entire podcast on that. And if anyone ever wants to hear me rant about it, just drop me a message. But I I've I felt for a long time. And by the way, Tottenham are just as guilty. It's not like I'm saying everyone's bad and we're heroes. It, there is should be some form of regulation around youth recruitment. I, I've said it for years. And I still believe it because there is such a massive difference and so many really talented young players get screwed. Not because not because they make bad decisions, but because there are some clubs out there who simply recruit to stop them going somewhere else. So you think about if you're a really great player and your local team happens to be a League 2 team, a League 1 team, Rather than going there, developing, and maybe getting first-team football and becoming a great young player that one of these top clubs then has to sign for big money, they'll simply recruit you while you're young, throw you in their academy, and forget you. Mm. They just they are just stopping the development of players. It is crap, but anyway, I'll stop because <laughs> I'll rant. I will go off on one. It's that time of the show where we will hand over to the lovely people on social media. Uh, This week, I think we've actually only got stuff from Facebook, Uh, but let's have a very quick look. Now it's time for your comments from our social media. Yeah, yeah, Facebook, Facebook only. We have three questions only this week. But they are quite interesting ones. Good. Ones worthy of discussion, he says. It's not quantity, it's the quality. Isn't that the saying? Yes, yes. It's not the size that matters. <laughs> but wait a minute. I feel like I've I feel like I've thrown myself under the bus <laughs> yeah, there. Exactly. Uh, well, there goes my next few dates. Uh, okay. Michael Joseph says, Hi, fellas. Hope everyone is well. Thank you. That was polite. Wasn't that nice? Yeah. Conte has hinted a few times to the media if Tottenham do not share his vision for the team, he may walk. I personally like that he does this. It keeps reminding Levy and those in charge, what are your thoughts on this? Also, we are overdue for a Matt Stats. Yeah. It's true, we yeah. are overdue for a Matt Stats. Um, you're kind of wheeled out for special occasions now. That's kind of like podcast specials now get the Matt Stats treatment because let's face it you, you work longer hours than you used to I, I work for a start when we first started doing the podcast I wasn't even working I was just a stay I used to tell my I used to give hey, my daughter hey, some, hey. 
stay at home, stay at home dad's work, mate. Yeah, don't yeah. don't want to be saying that. But I used to chop, I used to chop her up some cucumbers, some peppers, and I go right, Layla, just sit here, and I put I put mm. I used to put on something on tele. I can't remember what it was yeah. something on television. CBBS. Only come and see daddy if it's very important. Okay. <laughs> oh, I remember. I remember pauses sometimes. Like, right. ah, need the toilet. That's important. <laughs> We're gonna pause. Yeah. Oh yeah. dear, those oh, are the, the days. Good old days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Matt starts her for special occasions now um I, I do keep coming up with feature ideas and it's kind of like wow time just doesn't allow it doesn't it's does it it's crazy mm. i i do i go into like every week with like the best intention of i'm going to do this i'm going to do that i'm going to do this at the moment I, I was talking to a lady who runs a tottenham women uh like uh website and it does all this it does some great articles great insight and i spoke to her about doing a feature on our podcast and I spoke to her ages ago. We spoke on the phone. We went through it, everything. I was like, oh, this could be really good. And she said, well, the only thing... She said, I don't like the idea of me just saying Tottenham women won this game. I want to get into it, like a debate, like you do with the men's game. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm up for that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. And then I just haven't followed... I, I'm awful. I'm a terrible person. Like I, I, I wouldn't feel well for a couple of weeks. Then I had like all this work stuff. And I suddenly dawned on me yesterday. I'm like... It's been four weeks and I've not messaged her back. Yeah. How in the hell has it been four weeks? Just I'm like, life oh. gets in the way, mate, doesn't it? But, but you do, you get it in your brain. It's like, oh, it's been a few days, but I'll message her tomorrow. Yeah, I'll do that, I'll do that. And all of a sudden, it's been four weeks. So I messaged yesterday a massive groveling apology, which I hope will be well received. And if she's listening, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> really sorry. Yeah. Um, no, we all got our yeah. lives to get on with, haven't we, mate? Do you know what? Yeah, talking, talking about yeah. features, I, I've had, I think I've might have said this to you before. I've got a couple mm. of blokes I know that are diehard Arsenal fans who are willing to come on like talk about debate and ban that we could have some fun I will agree to that once they give us a date for the North London there we go okay we'll do that then shall we yeah it would be fun because my my Arsenal fan friend is a bitch I don't like her right now I'm not a fan of her at all I am getting so I've talked about this before we we give each other forfeits for years i had to do crap and for the last however many years i've had my revenge and oh have i had my revenge this season it's obviously looking like she may finally get revenge on me and i am regretting every spiteful thing i've done to her for the last five years because every week every game week that goes past and they're still above us i'm getting another little Mm, I'm thinking about maybe you'd look really good in red. (laughs) Anyway, so that's that. Uh, So, Michael, apologies we've gone on a tangent there. The Conti thing's an interesting one for me, and that's why I said I like these questions this week, because I completely understand what he is saying and how he is saying it. I, on the other hand, really dislike this almost bipolar like Tottenham or bipolar attitude he has with the press where if we win a game this is the best squad I've ever worked with if we then lose the next game I am a terrible manager I hate the world I'm gonna burn it all down we win the next game this squad is awesome I'm great we are really on the right tracks here lose the next game by the way if they don't back me in the summer I walk you know (laughs) It is really... Like, when he came in, I, I felt like an effect. I watched this guy on the touchline. I watched how driven he was and listened to him. And I thought, okay, I can really warm to him. He is really competitive, really fiery. And I do expect this kind of... 
fiery, passionate outpouring at times. And don't get me wrong, I'm not like I'm saying I'm done with it. I'm just, I am getting a bit fed up with it. It is a bit, it's like, come on, mate, you've made your point. Now, if behind the scenes, he's saying to them, seriously, guys, you know, I've told you what needs to be done. That's one thing, but to just constantly doing it. Imagine, imagine you're a player reading that all the time. I, I don't see how this is beneficial to the squad. Yeah, it's 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 a. I think for me, it's quite difficult um, to to think about how to, how to think about. It. I mean, I I I, I know exactly. I agree with you what you're saying. It's it's ridiculous, isn't it? Like you know, we win and suddenly things rosy. We lose and suddenly we. But I I, I just think that. You know, we've we've discussed before the two of us how we wish Pochettino had been more vocal, uh, yeah, and if yeah. and and if he had been, then potentially we could have, you know, got the players <clears throat> that we needed. And well, th- this is this is the interesting thing because I, <laughs> I for all my fed up of hearing him say it, I have this feeling the reason why I'm fed up is because I know it won't work. And it's like you're making my now miserable when I know it's not going to work. Because I have no faith in our ownership are suddenly, this summer, going to go, do you know what, for 20 years, uh, this year, I feel frisky, you know? (laughs) It's like we don't have those owners. We, We just don't do it. And every year... We, I've done it. I'm so guilty of this. Everyone's guilty of this as Tottenham fans. We go, oh, this summer's going to be a big one. It has to be because of X, Y, and Z. Just pause for a minute and think how many times you've said it. How many times you've fought it. Well, this window is make or break. This window, oh, Levy's got nowhere to hide if this window goes wrong. I think I said that four years ago. But yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying, Sam, but... This, Please I, don't say, but this one's different. No, no, no. But I f- <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was going to no, I think what makes this one unique. Is- <laughs> oh no, you won't Calvert me. <laughs> Brilliant. Well done. Yeah. Don't you dare say mention the war. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> well done. Bravo. This okay. Why is this one unique? No, I, 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 I agree with you, and it's yeah. that hope that kills you but I think what makes this one unique is that we do have a world class manager who is at the top of his game unlike Mourinho who was a world class manager but wasn't (laughs) the top of his game who basically is saying I'll walk now in the past think of a manager we've had that's been A world class being top of his game and C you'd be like Oh, please don't walk, right? Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. We loved Pochettino. We loved, like, you know, the likes of, yeah. I'm trying to think back, Redknapp, all those kind of players. Yeah. But it, there was that, it was almost like an empty threat for them. Like, if if, they, if like if one of them had said, if, if you don't back me, I'm going, you'd be like, oh, like, oh you know, like with Redknapp, for example, I remember when we, when we beat, Newcastle 5-0 a few years back when he was being touted for the England job and we was all singing red nap we want you to stay and we did want him to stay because he he was he yeah. brought us up to the next level but yeah. it's almost like if you can imagine if he was like going if, if you don't invest in me I'm, I'm off yeah. there would be a big part of us and Levy thinking uh, well all right then if you have to I mean there's, well, I'm sure we've got other managers but 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 we've got well, literally one of the red naps a good example of where he did that and Levy went goodbye there you go right but 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 Conte I'd argue yeah. is probably one of the top five managers in the world right now. Yeah, right, so we we have got we've got one of the 
best managers in at the top of his game. So it's almost like I don't mind him having these of, of making these threats because it's like if, if you if you don't back him, right? And I'm not saying yeah. he will, but if you if leave if you don't back him, mate, honestly the 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 the, the Come back for the, the outrage from a fan, and Lee and and Conte knows that. He listen. Look, when when I go to games like the Everton game, we were singing his name like we do, yeah. and he's he, and he's looking at us and clapping. He knows how much we're invested yeah, in him. No, he does. He knows I mean, that. He, he said in an interview recently, he's like he wants to win something here and turn things here because he's like Tottenham fans from the day I walked in. Like I didn't deserve that from day one, but they've backed me from day one. I mean. Yeah, we are. We are. Uh, I was about to say a loyal bunch, but we're a fickle bunch. We're football fans. Yeah, of course. Know? He he leaves us and goes to Man United and says, "I hated being him down there. We were going to hate the guy." Yeah, so, yeah, 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 sure. Um, I, I, um, I don't know. I, I am like I said, I'm conflicted. I think it's a real great discussion though because. I don't think there's a wrong answer in there. I don't. I think you can be aggravated that he keeps doing it but still understand why he's doing it. And I think, like I said, my aggravation comes less from disagreeing with him and more that I just know I ain't going to do anything. I just, like, and like you just said then, it's like, what 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 actually happens then? So let's say we get to the summer, they have their sit-down at the end of the season. Let's say, miraculously, somehow, we've grabbed top four. I believe that will allow the club extra money to potentially buy players. Also, it will allow the club to attract certain players who are out of contract. And I think they will be all over that because not only is it players who will improve us, but it's also marquee. It's like big uplifts. You know, the Dybala from Juventus, who is basically mates with Paratici. It's like ridiculous. They go out to restaurants together and stuff. Sure. So you can see that. Uh, Kese from Milan. These players would definitely improve us and would be like a massive shot in the arm for, for the club, you know, financially and just generally morale of like, wow, they're, they're big signings. And also Conte would, you know, welcome. And you can then, if you pick those two up on a free, suddenly you're then, the money's available for the defence because we all know that's where it needs to be spent. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> so... You, you've got that there and you've got that ability and if you don't get Champions League, I think that's where our problem is. I think that is where we hit the wall because Daniel Levy, Joe Lewis is not an owner who's going to go, do you know what, if I put 200 million in, this club will fly. He don't care. Right. <laughs> He's on his yacht. The SS, great, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And Daniel Levy... For all the kind of like Daniel Levy went to him and stuff, there's so many different versions of what that meeting was about. But unless Daniel Levy has some sort of investment plan in place, you know, we're talking about the stadium naming rights and stuff and how difficult it is in this market. Barcelona have just done a deal with Spotify. The the Spotify New Camp or the New Camp Spotify Stadium. This was a club that didn't wouldn't even refuse to have spot sponsors on their shirts yeah. up until a few yeah. years ago. Yeah, well, they've got a one billion euro black hole in their finances, um, and now they've cut their wage bill. They've managed to get it to a point where they are actually because they got fans back, they're back to making a profit. They've now done this deal. They're they're fine again. Barcelona are back as a financial powerhouse all based off the back of that because the banks are now seeing okay you've got this income stream <laughs> you yeah. know we're, we're okay again let's let's sort this out 
Tottenham, you know, we've we've been hanging around for years to try and get our brand new stadium done with this deal. Spotify, loads of companies were involved, were circling, were discussing. The fact that Spotify now have probably one of the most famous stadiums in the world for cheaper than what we're asking for, I think again establishes where our problems are. You know, we could get a 200 million investment from a company with the naming rights. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we should sell it to anybody. You know, (laughs) it's not like, yay, the farmer's market ground. Woo! (laughs) You know, I'm not not saying that. I think you do have to select the brands you pair up with carefully. But there is definitely an element of we are just constantly trying to achieve something that isn't there without doing it correctly we brought in this guy who's like a specialist for doing this in the nfl he's worked with various teams and his whole role his whole thing at the club is to nail this down and none of them are close like i've I've seen so much stuff from people who are very trusted it's like they've had these discussions it's really good discussions but Tottenham won't move on the price, so they, they've moved on. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, but anyway, mm. that's that. So I think the Conti thing's a great debate, Michael. Thanks for bringing it up. I think everybody listening will have possibly a different, varying opinion on it. Um, I think if we win a game, uh, if we can win a few more games. Uh, but to me, it's like all about top four. It, top four this season really is our be-all and end-all because... I think the difference is going to be huge. I think if we get it, then the financial, uh, the ability for the club to make moves will be so different to anything else. Um, but with the team win one, lose one, it can't, I can't see it happening. <laughs> it's so mad. Yeah, it's frustrating, isn't it? Uh, Tom Perk says, I'm scared to ask anything about the men's team before tonight's game. He posted this yesterday. Um, so instead, can we please have an update on Spurs women? Um, yes, uh, but Tom, please bear with me. I'm going to do it next week. My hope is the lovely lady who I've apologized to, apologized to profusely will be willing to come on and we're going to do a little pre-record segment of me and her talking and basically doing a, this is where we are. I, I want to try and do like a little focus as well on like one player a week, kind of like so people can get to know who they are position roles stuff like that uh but yeah so tom bear with me that is coming um i am gonna get i am gonna get the uh the intro re-recorded because do you remember when we played them all the different versions my mate did that's right yeah here come the girls oh my god no what are you doing (laughs) uh so last one is liam hickey uh now liam i don't know how to take this so i'm going to read it as it is and matt you decide whether you think he's tongue-in-cheek or if he's serious okay can you organise a club boycott of merchandise, membership, etc. until the club back Conte and keep Kane? Uh, I think he's serious. Yeah, if he is, I don't think that'll work. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I cancelled my membership uh, last year um, because I was so done. I was so fed up. Um, and it was kind of like the only thing I had any control over as a fan from a distance it's kind of like you know i don't really go to games anymore because i'm old (laughs) it's just like i'm i'm this is something i do uh me my membership from me and my daughter i'm so fed up with the way they're running the club no i'm I'm done i'm not i'm not going to keep it going uh and i've not come back they've not done anything that's made me think do you know what yeah okay you, you got me back nothing has changed really 
Um, would I organise? Uh, it's a very difficult thing because I, at the moment, don't see anything that's kind of different than what I've seen for 20 years. Now, that in itself could be a reason to protest, I guess. Like, nothing has changed. Yeah, sure. Uh, but to me, for me personally, to be, uh, I don't know, up to doing something like that, to, to the point of driving it forward, it would need to almost be, like you said, the worst case scenario we get to the end of the season. Let's say we finish fifth. Let's say Conte sat down and gone, right, well, I've got us the Europa League. My plan will be to win it. I need this, 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 and this. Get me that. And the club go, ooh, I can get you uh, in, maybe in someone on the wing. Genus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. We've been tracking a lovely young winger from France. <laughs> Unfucking no one cares. Um, and I think Conte just goes, ha, you're joking, right? Okay, goodbye. Yeah walks out the door. Mm. Now, if that happens, I think, as a fan, there is literally only one thing the club can do to appease enough of the fan base to prevent, world, you know, absolute carnage, and that would be bring back Pochettino. But, I want to put a massive caveat on this, okay, because I want everyone to, to hear me, because everyone knows I'm a massive Pochettino fan, like, welcome him back. I do not think Pochettino should come back to the status quo. The man did amazing work with us. Amazing work. In ridiculously difficult circumstances of having a fraction of the budget of our rivals, plus a move to Wembley, plus then a delayed stadium thing, so it was half and half for a season. He did incredible things under all those circumstances. And when he got to a point where he needed to be backed and needed the club to go and make transfers and get the squad revitalised, they didn't do it and they sacked him. Yeah, basically, yeah. (laughs) For him to come back, things have to be different. And right now, I have seen nothing. Since Pochettino's gone, I have seen nothing to suggest we are different. And so I'm kind of like, if someone came in, like a consortium, and bought us... And then brought Pochettino back as the manager, I'd be over the moon. Yeah, I'd be sure. like, this is phenomenal. Yeah. Right now, I, if I, you know, I think Pochettino's Pochettino blinded by love, though. He loves us. And it's kind of like, I think if Daniel Levy rang him and went, oh, Conte's walked out on me, you know, uh, I've realised I love you all along. And, you know, I've tried other people, but it's not worked out. Please, I want you back. I think Pochettino would be like, you had me at hello. <laughs> I'm on my way. Come on, you must still, every time you hear that song that goes along, you know, the, one of these magic, every time you hear the actual song, yeah, yeah. that brings a tear to my eye still now. He, 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 there's an attachment there. Mm. There's an attachment between the fan base because of the incredible work he did. And there's an attachment from him to us, which is un- incredible. Now, the only th- literally the only thing Levy could do to keep his job would be to bring him in. Yeah. Because that would appease enough of the fan base, but it wouldn't appease all. Because like you, you look at the kind of discussions online. There's this uh, story in Le Quip in France that Antony Conte is the number one target for Paris Saint Germain to replace Pochettino. This summer, both of them have one year left on their respective deals, so everyone's kind of gone. Well, <laughs> Conte wants to leave. Pochettino wants to come back. The two clubs will probably have a chat and just do a manager swap. Now. The reaction to that are people like, no, 
no no absolutely ridiculous it's like going back he got fired for a reason Conte is one of the top managers in the world if he doesn't back him we riot and there so there is a big element of that regardless like like for me I would be livid if we get to the summer and Conte walks because if he walks you know he's had a he's had a conversation and they've gone uh we've got 55p left yeah um, sure here's a bag of watsits <laughs> please stay and yeah, he's gone yeah. because he's like, no, I, I want to win things. You don't want to win things. So I'm done. So if he walks, we all know that has happened because he has quite cleverly and bluntly told us that's the case <laughs> in every press conference. Yeah, of course. Would you? Would you? I know. Obviously, talking about the, the summer transfer window and what happened. Do you, Do you think there's anything to be read into the fact that? So the season ticket renewals are I think the deadline finishes before the yeah I don't I don't like that because I, I, I've been meaning to ask you how do you feel about that you're a season ticket holder I think that's nasty I, I don't like it at all it worries me I, I don't I don't know if there's anything to be read into the fact that they aren't they're going to disappoint us during the summer so. yeah yeah, so let's I, just get I, you in before we disappoint you. Yeah, I, I I don't like it, and there's a lot of reasons why I don't like it. One is because their rationale for it's horseshit. Their rationale is, oh, next season's a weird season because the World Cups like not in the summer. It's in things, so we've got we're starting the league earlier, so we need more time and all of this. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. absolute bullshit. Well, especially they, as they've like, got the staff, they've got the automation nowadays. Yeah, my season ticket is just on my phone. Like it, yeah. it literally takes some seconds to get the new it one is, put on. Man, it is yeah. enough. It is, it is such horseshit. Now, the trust have combined with for the first time. They've combined with like Pride Lily Whites and all of that, and have written an open letter to the club, just going, "What are you doing? Don't." No, reverse this. And the club are ignoring yeah. it. As far as I've seen so far, they've just got their fingers in their ears like, la, 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 we're amazing. Yeah. Our stadium's amazing. We want people to be in our lovely new stadium. The the thing that they, they froze ticket prices. And uh, like I, I saw that when they did it. And a lot of people went, oh, well, that's good. And I went, yeah. But when you've priced it above everyone else already, it's kind yeah. of like the least you can do, yeah, right? It's, it's like if Tottenham were a Champions League team uh, picked up a trophy and they put the price up everyone would be like yeah but we are you know yeah okay right it doesn't matter I'm, I'm on board the price has gone up by the rate of inflation that's normal off we go we have stalled for years and yet they've kept putting the price up but then this year they're like the price freeze you got to renew it early though but the price freeze the price freeze you got to renew it like no <clears throat> but the price freeze so we all know they've not done it to, to do some good they've done it to take the heat off the fact they're trying to lock people in early yeah and the locking people thing in early i, I don't it don't sit well with me because you like you said it's like well Come the end of the season, Conte's going to have a chat with Daniel Levy. If Conte walks after that chat, every one of those season ticket holders are going to be looking at their season ticket going, why did I, what have I done? Why why am I done that? And then there's no kind of fear factor for the club. There's no, well, we can now appoint Nuno again, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It's it's, it's really... See, I, I, it's it's one of those I don't want to bite my nose off to spite my face. No, you know, which is no. which is it, and you know, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do because I, I think the club this season, uh, I can't speak for you, mate, and it is a personal decision. I think the club this season will see the renewals happen because people like you are thinking to themselves, 
I, I don't want to lose my season ticket because things yeah. are crap now yeah. doesn't mean they're going to be crap next season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I would say if a lot of people renew their ticket, I think, uh, again, I can't speak for you, but if it was me, I'd be renewing it thinking to myself, if you do mess me over this seat, like this summer, Conte walks, you sign, you know, some kid from Burnham, you know, yeah, <laughs> just sure. like, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's it. Like, it doesn't matter what comes next. I'm never going to trust you again. Mm. <laughs> like, I am done. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of people would then become very hostile. Um, th- there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of trust involved with these. These season tickets are massive. You know, the club needs an atmosphere in that stadium. You you have to have fans in there who are singing fans, who are fans who are going to chant, because otherwise it's, it could just become another lifeless bowl. Yeah. Uh, do you know, and if you, sorry, sorry I was just, just to finish it. And, and their argument always is, well, if a season ticket order drops off, we've got this massive waiting list. A lot of that is corporate crap. A lot of that is... I say corporate crap, corporate crap. There's people who do that. But like they get these corporate seats where every week there's someone different sitting in them. They're not necessarily Tottenham fans. They're just like, oh, look, I'm at a day. I'm at a nice stadium. Oh, look, it's pretty. And oh, look, that bloke's Harry Kane. He plays for England. I'm sure of it, you know? It's like. Yeah, sure. And and you get that, and it's fine. You know, that's revenue for the club, whatever. But if you if you start having that as the majority then you've got an issue because there's no atmosphere and those stadiums can quickly become shite. You only got to look at the em- empty crates. When we play Arsenal at their ground, that place can sound cr- incredible. It really can because their fans are up for that game. 90% of the games I see played there, it is a library. Yeah, of it course. is shite. Yeah, yeah. Um, the West Ham Stadium. Is not a football stadium, and West Ham fans know that themselves. They're so far from the pitch, they need friggin' telescopes half the time. But you, we go there, the place sounds incredible. But then I watch ninety percent of the games there; it just the sound just vanishes. It's, it's rubbish. I was I was watching the last ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes of the uh, Arsenal Liverpool game yesterday, and I know they were two 0 yeah. down, but they weren't. Yeah, that it was dead. <laughs> but but the thing is, like, they looked like they were still like they like that Martinelli missed. Like, yeah, great chance. You know, that. but but you look at this, you look at the look at the the stands like behind, and you can almost see like the all this the, the, the gunners sign and all that because there's so many people have gone, and you like yeah. I, I get it, right? I do get it. Like occasionally, me and Seb will leave early. You know, not early, yeah. early, but you think this is Liverpool. Like you're still in this game. If you can just not one in now, it'll be two one. Yeah. You know, and they they just don't seem to have that there, do they? I don't know what it is, you no, know? No, it's because the other thing, I I, um, I don't know, did you ever go to Highbury? I never went there, no. No, no I, I went there once. Yeah. Um, um, it wasn't uh, a Tottenham game, though. It was Arsenal playing somebody in the cup, and I just ended up randomly there to watch it. I can't, it was like Yeovil or something really stupid, Like, and I ended up being like, oh, yeah, come to this game. That it was like a proper old football. It was quite intimidating. It was quite a. It was like White Hart Lane was the same at times. I'm guessing um, West Ham's old ground, Upton Park, was yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It was quite a. I, I tell you, I tell you, uh, the the nearest that still exists has got to be Crystal Palace. Yeah, right? Selhurst Park. Mm-hmm. You go there on a on a weeknight. Mm-hmm. That you you play there like a uh, a twelve kick off on a Sunday compared to a seven thirty kick off on a Wednesday. Yep. It is wow! Like, oh, uh, I do not want to be here for that. No. 
Um, but yeah, but anyways, that's nice and random to finish. I like going off on tangents. <laughs> uh, so yes, that's it, everybody. Uh, massive thank you, as always, for everybody for listening, and thank you to you, good sir, for joining me. No problem. We will be back next week, where we will discuss our defeat to West Ham <laughs> and our victory over whoever the hell's next. <laughs> um, <laughs> until then, hope everyone has a good time. You look after yourselves. Take care, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Stay up to date with all things Tottenham. Follow us on social media. All links are in the podcast description. <laughs>